Let's open with masturbation. Well, I always. <laughs> I mean, when isn't like half our conversations just thinly veiled talk of dicks? No, it's always just dicks on dicks. Dicks on dicks on dicks on dicks. There it is. <laughs> Someone cut that out and just put a nice bass beat behind it. Remix of the century. Dicks on dicks. The dicks remix. on dicks. <laughs> dicks on dicks. The dubstep edition. Mm-hmm. We're gonna go platinum with dicks. <laughs> What? (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to the Bad Gamecast. This is Jake. Jason. And this time we played Brutal Legend. Brutal Legend. Watch my notes here. Uh, Developed by Double Fine, produced by EA, released October 2009. And boy, I know what you're thinking. 2009, a great year for games with the release of The Last Remnant, Rogue Warrior, and Final Fantasy 13. Games released those, uh, covered in those episodes. Uh, Here's a couple more. Prototype, Minecraft, and Arma 2. I'm not sure how I miss Minecraft and all the uh, other games. Minecraft actually come out in 2009 or like... All right, so a peek behind the curtains when I when I do this list, I just Google games that came out in year, and Minecraft is in the list. I I don't bother fact checking it because that didn't really like seem right to me either. But you know what? Fuck it. The show must go on, and I can't be bothered to do the barest amount of research. I was busy playing Brutal Legend. Why? I asked myself that every time it started up. I get that. Good lord, the Wikipedia page the second anyway i'm looking at minecraft you made me do this you're welcome so when did it come out this is the issue with minecraft is because it released like okay it was first available to the public in 2009 which was alpha oh that's what i was just gonna ask is that version one or is that pre-build first available to the public in 2009 Official release was 2011. Whatever, count it. It was playable. I guess. It was an entirely different game. That's what I hear. Mm -hmm. From you. Yeah. Foging out about Minecraft. Yeah. Because I'm going to start streaming Minecraft now. Oh, okay. I mean, you know, one of us should stream. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) one of us, our car should explode either, but it is what it is. Yeah. Get reliable transportation. Get a Pegasus. No, Pegasus are bitches. I mean, yeah, but they're reliable. Wanna ride me a unicorn? Nah. A pony made of diamonds? Run him back in. <laughs> the glorious princess butt stallion. Uh, fucking brutal legend, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess we'll talk about this stupid game. Can we talk about the uh, live action opening with Jack Black taking you to a record store? Now, like, the, no. the, the first time no. that plays, I was like, oh, like, that's okay. That's kind of quirky. That's fine. And then every subsequent time I booted the game after that, it just fucking made me mad. Mashing a button to make it skip. Yeah, you could skip it, which was fine. But then, like, their dedication to the weird, like, record and, like, unfolding it and unsleeving it as the menu system was yeah. trash. Yeah, I get it. You were thematic, but you were also unfun. 
that's this game in a nutshell. Yeah. Look at this cool idea. Oh, great. Is it actually like good to use? No, it's terrible. You'll hate yourself. <laughs> awesome. So you go into the game and uh, you get introduced to uh, Eddie. Eddie, yeah. Do you have a last name? I don't think so. All right. So Eddie is definitely not Jack Black, the roadie. He is 100% Jack Black, the roadie. You know, what's funny is that they modeled Eddie off of Lemmy. Yeah. Originally. Yeah. But then as they changed it, it ended up looking more like Jack Black. Naturally, like because... In the development, Jack Black wasn't even signed on by the time they made him look more like Jack Black. I know. It's funny to think that they built the character, like, model before signing Jack Black. Yeah. And you're like, eh, sure. Because that dude is very clearly Jack Black. Just, like, built. Mm -hmm. Built like he was, uh, oh, God. Jake Conway from Road Rage. Yeah, uh, I was trying to remember. to hell only, like, dwarfed. What uh, war Jake Conway had come back from? Was he a Vietnam War, right? I think so. Anyway, you <laughs> I mean, you look like a character from Road Rage, which... Ride to Hell. Ride to Hell. Everything blurs together. My mind is soup. Oh, man, shitty motorcycle game. Fucking, <laughs> I, I don't know. Oh, no! <laughs> Start throwing R words out there. You'll get there eventually. <laughs> I forgot which terrible motorcycle game we've played. Uh <laughs> You're sitting there being a roadie and like this, the band that you're a roadie for, they're young and garbage. And I mean, they are young and garbage. Like when they take the stage, they're like kind of shitty with Eddie yeah. for like no reason. Like, why would you be shitty to your roadies, man? They fucking travel with you. Yeah. I mean, they, they were shitty people. Yeah. Yeah. And like the music starts and it's like the fucking guitar and the bass kicks in. You're like, oh, it's fucking metal. Woo! brutal legends fucking metal and then it gets weird yeah and sort of like drops to some like what are like they're trying to make fun of like teeny pop shit right i don't like they're trying to make fun of like some sort of pop metal i guess yeah i, I don't know it's it is bad yeah but i don't know i i just feel like that's lame yeah it no it 100 is lame like them being like, ah, they're not true metal. And I'm like, yeah, but you can go fuck yourself. Define to me what true metal is. Yeah. It, oh, I hate this new stuff. Of course you do. You're a curmudgeon who's stuck in the ways of the past. I don't know. I think people gatekeeping music's dumb as shit. Yeah. And, you know, part of that might be that I listen to some of the weirdest shit. And then people are like, ah, but you don't listen to true this. And I'm like, bro, I don't even know what I'm listening to right now. I literally don't. I can't read these words. All right. Like, I thought I have eclectic music taste, and I do, because I like a wide variety of things. But some of the shit that you listen to, like, what was it suddenly? You're like, Jake, you, you got to hear this. It's some fucking Mongolian folk metal indie shit. Yeah, they're great. Yeah, no, they're fucking jamming. I don't know where the fuck you found that. <laughs> I don't know. Places. You just find stuff. Did I show you the pirate music I found? No. Oh. We'll get over that later. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, just like, I don't know, music's music. You like what you like. And if you like just pop music, you can like pop music. It's catchy and often dumb, but it's fun. So I hate that they went out of their way from the beginning to just be, like, shitty about metal. Because I know a lot of metal fans who are very, um, yeah, 
metal is the only true music, blah, 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 blah. These guitarists, they learn things that they took from classical music, and I'm like, oh my god, no one cares. Just start screaming jazz at the top of your lungs. Jazz! 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 Yeah, I'm in on it. Yeah. Yeah, gets me out of that conversation faster. So, I, I thought that was... Unfortunately, that they went with that is just the stupid opening premise. Because, like, it didn't need to be there. No. Because it doesn't really get... Well, I mean, they do it again later. Do they? Kind of. Yeah, kind of. The stage starts... Well, one of the band members climbs up on top of, like, the big constructed thing. Right? So, like, uh, a lot of the old metal bands would have, like, really big sets. Yeah. And so... It's like that. And so this guy climbs up on the set and it starts to fall. Yeah, it's this um, giant engine beast with uh, like mountains and like pillars coming out of it. And yeah, he climbs up on there and then he's up on the stone ledge and it like, yeah, starts to fall. Yeah. So Eddie runs and catches him and is like, ah, the roadie's duty of something, something. He gets crushed. Yeah, he gets crushed and then bleeds into his belt buckle, which is the face of the giant metal beast yeah which then starts to glow and the giant metal beast comes to life and incinerates the world it gives you the option right here um if you want to keep the profanity on or off yeah and i gotta love the reason why uh in development or not in development as um ozzy osbourne and jack black were reading their lines they would just curse in the middle of it Mm -hmm. so instead of like editing them out they kept it in, but decided you could turn the profanity on or off. And if you turn it off, it just bleeps it. But this is also where it gives you the option to turn the gore on or off. When uh, the giant metal beast, uh, oh right, Armageddon, uh, pops the heads of the uh, shitty band. It was really funny. I wonder what it was like with gore off. There's no blood, and the uh, corpses on the battlefield aren't persistent. Because with gore on, I was still like. This isn't that gory. Yeah, right. Like, that, that was one of, the, I think, my favorite things. They were like, gore on, it's going to be brutal. And then it just wasn't. Yeah. I was like, this is a fucking joke. Because remember, I played this, like, right after we finished up our Doom race. <laughs> and I was just like, I was ready for some fucking shit. Like, because Doom is brutal. Yeah, it was just a uh, chainsaw shit in half with fucking blood and <laughs> death and this was like we're cartoons and I, <laughs> I couldn't take it seriously i mean that's not fair not a fair comparison at all <laughs> goddamn fucking doom 2016 is just uh, a love letter to like fucking yeah just brutality and graphic violence and it's so fucking good and satisfying the whole fucking time fucking joints on you cut some organs out and you just like fucking blow a hug balloon animal with something's intestines for no goddamn reason whatsoever besides it looks cool yeah and then you have the brutal legend gore which is like a stage ribbon that's red but this game was rated m well yeah they say fuck a lot like if you're gonna eat an m rating fucking why not go for it leather bound titties be brutal sorry Uh, did i mention the whole time that i really just wanted this to be metapocalypse the game it like it feels like it wants to be from the onset, and it never gets there. Yeah, you're never truly just like crazy brutal. Yeah, like I want to swap out Jack Black with Nathan Explosion 
honestly, also just because of like comedy stylings, I would so much rather enjoy Nathan Explosion and how he reacts to like that metal world that exists. Yes. <laughs> just, it'd be great. It'd be great. Well, it probably wouldn't be great, but it'd be better than this. <laughs> ah, so uh, anyway, uh, Eddie, and I swore that Eddie just fucking died right there. And like, this is his afterlife, but apparently that's not what happened. No, which is mm, okay. Yeah, instead of Eddie going off to Rhodey Valhalla to live in the land of metal, he is just transported to the land of metal, which, uh, take it away. I don't know what's to take away. So, is it like an alternate universe? Nope. Or the future? The past. The past? Yup. That makes less sense. Yup. Because I stopped paying attention to the plot very quickly. Yeah, uh, because Eddie's father is a time traveler. I know that. Rigorock. Well, I thought it was the future, but okay. No, no, he goes into the future, and it turns out that the humans had won. Oh. Yeah. Oh, no. This game is much worse. Also, never include time travel in your game unless you really know what you're doing. That's bad. Time travel's a messy subject. So, you wake <laughs> up next to uh, an axe and an axe, right? Well, you have the uh, axe on your back already. Yeah. Kickbox, if you prefer. We- oh, God. So, there's a, like, magic physical like weapon axe (laughs) (laughs) that is buried in the ground like it's stuck in the ground fucking uh arthurian legend style yes yeah and these cultists are chanting and you wake up and they're like we're gonna kill you so you grab that axe and you murder them and then you grab the guitar that was laying there the guitar axe yes and you learn that playing metal causes magic which is lightning or fire. Which are just way better than, like, using your melee. Because the lightning one stuns them and they stop moving. Ugh. Especially if there's one enemy, you just, like, chain stun them with it and they die. Well, I've got the uh, axe upgrade that does uh, extra melee damage. Mm. And that one's pretty solid. So you start this whole, like, beat em up section. You kill the cultists. You kill some more cultists. This uh, leather priestess shows up who's a demon. Yeah, she looks all, like, spindly, but, like, kind of sexy, and then she turns around, and her face is all, like, teeth. Yeah. Which Eddie calls out, you turn around, you better not be a monster. Ah, darn it, you're a monster. So you kill her, you take her walking leg beast. Comedy. Yeah, comedy. Uh, (laughs) you go down the skull mountain that you're on, and you run into... Ophelia. Ophelia. Hey, did we mention that this is Metal World? Everything's so fucking metal, guys. It's so metal! Uh, you you convince her that you're not there to... What is... She's like... Thinks you're helping the demon dude. Yeah, you're with Divilicus. Or Diviculus. And yeah. you're, Eddie's like, the fuck yeah, is that? Yeah, you're with Divicular Titus. Yeah, you have no idea what's going on. So she's like, maybe you're good. And then all his waves of like cultists and things are coming at you. So you're like, hang on. My magic roadie skills mean I can build anything. They actually say that. I don't know enough about roadies to say if that's true or not. It's not. I'd like to believe in my heart of hearts that it is. Nope. And that roadies are the true wizards among the people. So you build a car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you build the deuce. 
and uh, you hop in the car and then drive your way past all these enemies. The car sucks. The car fucking sucks. Uh, it handles really poorly. Like, you know, most vehicles. I gotta say, vehicles in non-vehicle oriented games always have a tendency to be real not good. And I don't understand why developers continue to be like, ah, we need driving sections. You don't. You really don't. We, If you want to talk about the car now. Sure, why not? Sure. It doesn't. My biggest issue with the car just driving around is it doesn't turn fast enough. And they know that. So they give you the handbrake. Like Here, you can fucking turn as fast as you want now. Fucking shitty handbrake, which kind of works in that you like skid because it's a goddamn handbrake. So I'll give them that one. But, like, you can get it upgraded. In fact, it's about the only thing worthwhile to spend your upgrade points on. For uh, weapons, you can get a primary and a secondary weapon, which is, like, just some shit that shoots out the sides, or there's a mind dropper, fucking whatever. You can put a more armor, which comes down to a plow being on the front. You can make it go faster. It doesn't ever turn any better, no matter how much you upgrade it, but you can upgrade the uh, nitrous boost, which is cool. Yeah, which is fun, because then you hit, like, a pothole and go careening into the distance. Yeah, you fucking launch like you're trying to go to space. <laughs> Love that shit. Yeah. Physics. So yeah, the driving is just not fun. And there's a lot more of it than there should be. Uh, so the first, like, boss you fight in your car. The weird tentacle monster. Ah, uh, yeah. It's a car fight. Ugh. Why? Yeah, where it, uh, like, tries to rush at you and then you just keep driving and avoid it then you have to try and turn around really quickly and then i hope you aim the anitrous boost right because you can't turn if you miss but at least it's super forgiving and he lays there for like five minutes and does doesn't that sound exciting because it felt exciting it's pulse pounding that Holy is shit as exciting as it was <laughs> so then you escape that thing and you go with ophelia to blade henge Every every single fucking time somebody said the name Ophelia, all I could think of was the Lumineers in my head. Right. That's what's going on in my head right now. You fucking ruined it for me. Uh, Bladehenge. That's a thing. It's the city that you pretend is relevant. Is it a city? No. It's like, as she tells you, it's where the resistance is gathering. And by resistance, they mean the, or she means the two people that are there. Yeah. Because, well, like... By the resistance, she means that dude and his sister. Right, I kept forgetting that was his sister. Uh, Lars. Lars and Delita Halford. Okay. Am I supposed to know that last name at all? Rob Halford? Oh. Sure. You know, also in the game. Yeah. Although, he's pulling double duty. Because he voices General Lion White because of his sick-ass scream. And uh, the Baron, because Rob Halford should just be himself. Yeah. I mean, you're you're making a game that's an ode to, like, old metal. Should, you know, which you'll get. There's more people in here who are just themselves. Oh, yeah. You you realize that you need to start the revolution, the resistance, the stupid bullshit. Uh, So you go rescue a bunch of headbangers. They're like 80% neck. They are. And I thought. Like, the early hours of this game, like, I still liked it. And, like, that cracked my shit up. The first time you see the headbangers. Yeah, they're just, like, fucking swole-ass dudes that are just neck and, like, their little fucking tiny heads with long hair. And, like, it's amazing. So, uh, it was 
it was so weird. And then like they're being controlled by these dudes with giant fists. Yes. But why? Because their fists are giant. Okay. Uh, you beat up all the fisto dudes and <laughs> the uh, headbangers on your side. This is where it starts. You're commanding the headbangers. Yep. This is where it uh, slowly eases it in. The uh, This is the just the tip portion. Yeah. Yeah, before the uh, violent thrust. So, so you can control your headbangers, but you can tell them to stay here and defend, follow me, or you can tell them to destroy, like point them at something and destroy, which is really funny because that thing is impossible to control. When you say, go there, and it's like, I don't know how to control the depth of this. Yeah. Like, at all. <laughs> you can, like... Because we both played it on PC. Yeah. You can kind of aim it, but there's a threshold where it just decides that what you mean is uh, nine miles off. Yeah. They're like, like, oh, you want them to attack that guy that's over the hill. Where are all my guys going? What? Nah, it's either, like, uh, 50 yards in front of you or over the fucking horizon. There's no goddamn in-between. So, you're like... Okay, I guess I control a group of people. And then you do something dumb. Oh, Ophelia goes and gets herself almost killed doing something. They don't tell you what yet. So you need to go res her. So you need to go get your cleric. This is where you go get Lemmy. Yeah! Lemmy is a cleric. He uses magical spider strings to bring people back from the dead. With a sick beast. With his sick base and his weird mole. Oh, yeah. No, that's... They they got Lemmy. Yeah. That As I told you, like. it really helps that Lemmy is a lumpy, weird-looking dude. Yeah. So, like, rendering him with their 2009 technology, spot on. Yeah, like, even if he didn't talk, like, oh, no, that's fucking Lemmy. That's <laughs> Lemmy. I don't... You don't need to tell me anything about it. I just look, and it's like, yep. You <laughs> got it, what? So you go do some stupid spider, like you kill a bunch of spiders to get some better magic strings for him. So he brings her back to life. It's stupid. Well, yeah. And then he gives her the uh, necklace, right? Yeah. Because you got to give her something uh, shorthand gameplay for their totes in love now, guys. Well, yeah, she's love interest. Clearly. Yeah. I mean, they drive that one pretty hard. Yeah. Like you get the relationship between Ophelia and Lars, how like. You think maybe they were a thing, and she's like, mm, no, but Lita, Lars' sister, is still all shitty about it. And, like, uh, we didn't talk about it all, how uh, Lars is the leader of the Resistance, and Eddie, instead of being like, I'm the leader now, he's like, I'll be your fucking roadie, man! Anything that you need done, I will totally do. But he is 100%, 100% controlling everything. Yes. His whole... I'm going to be your assistant and then literally does everything all the time and is the entire reason the plot moves. I don't know. I think the idea of being the support could be okay, but you're not. Yeah. You like you are everything. <laughs> yeah. I think it's weird how that never comes up. I mean, not that it matters much for Lars, but why don't they address that? I mean, after you save like everyone a couple times why they would even care what Lars has to think. Yeah. When uh, Lars is on the uh, field, but everyone's following Eddie's orders. Mm-hmm. And then, then everyone just talks to Eddie at the end of the battle. And they're like, Lars, what do you think we should do next? And you're like, why do any of you care? Cause you're just going to do what Eddie says at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. 
Lars is all mumble mumble, bitch, bitch. So you get her revived, and then she tells you she was working on a secret project. So you go help her with that, which is corralling pigs. Oh, yeah, the, like, motorcycle uh, boars? Yeah. Yeah, but if you uh, rend the flesh from their bones, they turn into some, like, sick-ass guns. Yeah, they ju- they're just guns that happen to be pigs. Gun pigs. I was 100% in on that. I'm not mad at it. Although, I would have enjoyed it much more if uh, you didn't rend their flesh. They were just gun pigs. Yeah. Like, if the um, groupie chicks just rode the gun pigs. I'd be alright that. Yeah. Hey, we gotta go see to the gun pigs. Make sure they're well fed. The only thing that bothered me about the gun pigs, and this could be the, uh, you know, like, monster hunter player in me. Like, I want more weapon monsters. Like, let's get some more of them going. Oh, the fact that they introduced gun pigs and that's, like, the end of it? Yeah, that's it. You're like, what? Like, there's a fucking porcupine made of swords and no one addresses it. Yeah. What the fuck is that thing? He fucking explodes when he dies. That's awesome. Let's get us some of those on our side. Seriously, let's fuck trebuchet those some bitches in. Yeah, where's my scimitar monkeys? Where's my weird fucking gallows beast? Like, I don't know. Let's get weird with it. This is my giraffe pult. Holy shit. It's a catapult. You knock the giraffe's neck back and it snaps forward and launches things. So a regular giraffe? Yeah. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't, like, that's, it doesn't go, like, weird whimsy. And it doesn't go, like, actually brutal. It tries to ride the line and it just, it doesn't work for me. <laughs> it might work for some people. It doesn't work for me. You do stuff. <laughs> fucking bullshit. You meet just, fucking General Lion White attacks you? Yeah, this whole time, up till now, you're fighting General Lion White's troops who are glam metal. Yeah. Like, General Lion White himself is just giant hair and makeup and his hair he has, like, it flaps like its wings. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, I, I didn't hate that. Like, it's stupid. And I also don't like glam metal. Not that I'm fucking hating on it. It's whatever. But, like, that it cracked me up. Also, fucking Rob Halford is killing the voice lines. So this is where uh, the game... The movie. Decides, ah, you've had enough. It's time to beat you over the face with this RTS. You're like, wait, but I thought... And they're like, no, smother you with the RTS. You'll love it. It was just the tip earlier. Now it's it's just full on. I'm not going to get any more graphic than that, but oh my God, it's fucking... At this point now... They tell you, oh, you can construct a stage and your stage is your home base. And there's these pillars nearby of ghosts. And if you play them the song of your people, they'll activate and become merch stores. And merch stores give you uh, money to buy troops and you can command your troops on the battlefield. Holy fuck. What just happened? We were playing a beat-em-up. Not very good beat-em-up, but we were playing a beat-em-up. A serviceable beat-em-up. And then all of a sudden it's like, yeah, but now you're playing an RTS. And it's a bad RTS. Yeah, because you control everything through Eddie, the third-person perspective of Eddie. As just like a dude on the battlefield. Mm. So any kind of battlefield control is like not there. The resource management isn't really a thing that exists, right? Like, it's, that's RTSs are so much about that. It was never an issue uh, 
for me into like two battles. Uh, one of them at about the midway point. And even then, like, I just had to adjust my strategy. So, like, I dropped once, figured out what I was doing wrong, and then crushed it. And then the very last fight, and we'll get there when we get there. But mm, otherwise, no, no, because it's a, a single resource. Yeah. And you just have to defend your towers while taking out the enemy towers and moving on to their stage. It is thankfully simplified for the, like, controls that you have over your troops. Because it's great only being able to put them where you can see. And then if they are too far, they won't hear your orders. <laughs> yeah, you made all these troops that are now standing by your stage. And sure, it would be nice if you could send them to go just a little off to the left. But you are all the way across the battlefield and that's never going to happen. Yeah, You need them to catch up to you. Well, they're at the spawn point. so. And like, I don't like RTSs anyway, as we've covered. Mm-hmm. And I had said during the Warlock episode that I could see what it is about this that people enjoy. It's just not for me. I, d- I don't even get that from here. It's, it's frustrating. Jace, it's frustrating. Why? Well, so here's the here's the thing. Warlock was a Game Boy Color game from like, what did we say it was? It was like 97 or something. Yeah, sure. Whatever. It's old as fuck all. It's like 20 years old at this point. Okay. It had more resources than... <laughs> Like, you had gold and wood and, I think, food for your population. Yeah, and even though you had two buttons to work with, you had uh, more variety of troops. Well, it was wizards, right? Wizards is what I'm thinking of. Yeah. You had uh, fucking sick-ass variety of wizards. Wizards! Uh, anyway, but, like, the battlefield controls felt uh, usable. Yeah, so despite the fact that you were limited to, like, a D-pad... And two buttons. And like a 20 by 20 pixel screen. Yeah. And, you know, I don't even know how much memory one of those cartridges has. I had three. The entire thing was built on, like, hopes and dreams. Yeah. And it somehow is almost as in-depth of an RTS as this game is. Like, what? Why would you make me play this if you're not even going to develop it as a game strategy? When the RTS part started, I was thinking to myself, I would rather play Warlock. And, like, I remember bitching about it. I didn't like my time with it, but, like, I would rather do that because then it felt like I was getting something done. Not just haphazardly sending troops hoping for the best and then running off to do my own thing because why would I be with them? You can't directly attack the towers as Eddie. You can only play your song of the people to take them over once it's fallen. Fuck. Yeah. So I just run off and play the uh, face melter. To take out some troops somewhere else and then come back and take the tower and then they would fucking fuck off and do whatever. I did. Uh, you know, the all of the songs that you play, the song of your people and the face melter, they're all these like stupid mini guitar hero sections. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that's an okay idea when you do it the first time. Right. And then by the, like the eighth time, you're just like, this is dumb. Why do I have to keep doing this? Yeah, you want to um, raise the motor forge where your upgrades are. You want to call the car. Yeah. Why is it you have to do the Guitar Hero bit every fucking time? Why couldn't you just do it the one time to unlock it? And then to select which song you want to play, it's on this big radio wheel, but you don't actually get to see your mouse. So if your mouse is, like, near the center of the screen, it can be really finicky to actually control, like, what song you're selecting. Because moving it slightly will actually shift it over, like, three spaces. Because it was totally designed for a PC. You know, 
I didn't cover at all what this was released on. I didn't even think about it till just the second. Um, yeah, no, it totally feels like it was definitely designed for a PC. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, man. Like the uh, Guitar Hero sections being on the uh, numbers instead of W-A-S-N-D. Mm-hmm. Why? Also, and I don't know if I've bitched about this on the podcast. I'm sure I have. Any game where you your playable character can't jump drives me absolutely insane, and it takes any immersion out. I don't know what it is about just a simple act of jumping. Spacebar. Jason, what does Spacebar do? Uh, it jumps. It blocks. Oh. But, but Jake, Spacebar jumps. In, like, every game. Yeah, except this one, it blocks. How do you jump, though? You take your car off a sweet ramp? Woo! Yeah, you don't. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, I guess technically you fly at one point. Not really a jump, though. It's different. But yeah, it's... I don't know. (laughs) the fuck even were we? (laughs) Dude, you do stuff. Neither of us actually beat this game. No. Uh, Ophelia is secretly the goth child or something. What the fuck is she called? Uh, okay, so you fight General Lionwhite. You take him out. He's like, you idiots. I was the one protecting humanity from Devilicus. Dominate fucking goddamn Tim Curry. It's voiced by Tim Curry. Yeah, he was the one protecting the world from Dominus. Yeah, protecting the world from OG Pennywise and... Since now he's just going to see everyone as villainy and scum, he's going to come and wipe everybody out. You done goofed. He shows up. Everybody hides. Uh, Dominus is all, oh, Sicoria, I can feel you. Oh, what the fuck? Everything's stupid. She hops out and yells at him. No, it's Lars. Lars is like, you fucking suck. We're going to take you out. And then uh, he totally just kills Lars right there. Yeah. Yeah, but... Everyone accuses Ophelia of being this demon chick, including uh, Eddie, and it, like, breaks her heart, and she fucking mopes, throws his necklace, and fucks off somewhere for three months. Yeah. Time skip. Three goddamn months. Sicoria uh, isn't Ophelia. It's yeah. so much stupider. Yeah. Oh, my God. Right. Uh, let's see. The fuck even were we? Something, something, something. something. Uh, it's Eddie and Lita taking the assembled troops, and Ophelia is running around with her um, magic goth powers now that she got from being in the uh, Sea of Black Sea of Black Tears, mm-hmm. which is the evil people that uh, or the evil that her parents were infected by. Eddie meets with Ophelia. They're out driving around, and she just shows up to talk some shit. And Eddie's all we're what why are you fighting against us we should be on the same side uh tim curry is only doing this to drive humanity apart so he can win easier just like he did all those years ago when your parents were evil what the shit and she's like yeah but go fuck yourself you called me a traitor and you're the goddamn worst she's got a point she does have a point (laughs) like kind of suck you go around you get some more allies you find the uh, leather daddies yeah, uh, fill out that troop wheel. Yep. You get the um, leather-bound kiss ladies. You fucking march off to go fight Ophelia because reasons. That's actually where um, I couldn't get past. Yeah. There's a fight with Ophelia and her troops where you have six fan geysers and your stage set up. And all her troops are across this bridge that has these two towers. You have to take this one special vehicle to take the towers down. 
you can amass as many troops as you want to a limit of 40, then there's no way to raise that because some reason. I mean, I know why the game couldn't handle it. Yeah, I was going to say processing power. Yeah. And what I would do is I would have everything maxed out. I have my vehicle. I take my vehicle over. I take the towers out. And then because she has just been over there amassing her troops this whole time too, bum rushes me and takes everything out. And then I get in this sick ass uh, die loop where when you die, you respawn right in front of your stage. Only that's where all of her troops are. So it's just respawn, die, respawn, die, respawn, die, respawn, die. Oh, I lost no matter what I did. No matter what troops I had out, all of my strategies failed because of her goddamn evil tree thing that just killed me in one fucking hit. And I, I don't know what her troops are. Like, they're... They're not even similar to what Eddie has. They're different. They're way different. And if you play multiplayer, you can play as her. Ooh. Oh, yeah, it's when you meet the uh, jungle ladies that you find out that uh, Eddie's dad, Ragnarok, was also a time traveler. Yeah. I, I don't know. Because I didn't get past that, I'm not sure what happens when. I don't know. Reading the Wikipedia page, something, something, Sicoria's not Ophelia, but your mom, she, Sicoria was an evil demon empress, blah, 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 who sought the secrets of the future or something, something. I don't care about any of this. Yeah, Sicoria's Eddie's mom. She went to the future. Ragnarok followed her to uh, take her out. They fell in love, had Eddie fucking tim curry rips out ophelia's heart some shit goes down eddie cuts off tim curry's head puts ophelia's heart back yeah yeah no i mean that's it you ride off into the sunset at the end just like a cowboy to pave the way for brutal legend 2 oh yeah remember brutal legend 2 yeah it won all those awards for existing (laughs) Uh, let's see, uh, in my notes here, what haven't we covered already? I did want to say, and I've touched on it, the, uh, the voice acting, I think, is done really well, uh, by the people that are professional voice actors, uh, Lita and Ophelia, and hell, even Lars, um, gosh, I wish I'd written their names down, because they do a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, they do really well, but you get the voices of Lemmy, Rob Halford, Ozzy Osbourne, uh, what's her name? Lita Ford. Yeah, they did a good combination of, like, actual voice actors and, like, people who were, aren't like, actual metal people. And, and Tim Curry. Yeah. And as it turns out, you know, most of these, like, metal the singers are pretty good with their voices. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, the voice acting was real solid. Well, I think what surprised me most was the line delivery. Because, like, it'd be so easy to uh, have somebody... Who's known for their voice to just come in and, like, read shit. <coughs> Dinklebot. I, I'm just kidding. I love Dinklebot. He's my favorite. But, like, yeah, fucking well, Lemmy delivers his lines with enthusiasm. I will say, uh, in Dinklebot's case, I'm fairly certain... I don't, I don't have any offhand materials about how... Basically, they had him come in and read all these lines with, like, no idea what, like, was going on. Well, yeah, and he had to do all of them, like, one take, right? Yeah, like... So it was just like, okay, here's all your lines, read them. And not like, why am I reading these lines? Whereas this definitely feels like the metal people had a lot more uh, key in as to this kind of over-the-top metal game and like what was going on. Yeah, well, it was like Dinklebot was like his direction was, you're a robot, go. Yeah. And like, I think he crushed it. He sounds like a fucking robot. I liked it. But yeah, like, 
Rob Halford doing uh, the Baron, which I'm pretty sure is just like him talking. And then General Line White, where he's putting a little more behind it. Or uh, Ozzy as the Guardian of Metal. Although I did run into a side quest where he plays a bat. Oh. And it's fine. like, it's totally just him, but his voice is just higher pitched. Yeah. Yeah, Ozzy playing a bat. <laughs> does he threaten to bite you? Yes, he does. Good. I think that is really where I fall with this game. The concept isn't a bad one, right? This kind of weird metal alternate world, whether you put it in an actual alternate world or the future or stupidly the past. (laughs) And you just like go over the top with it. And as I said, I think you could have gone way weirder or way more like actually brutal I think I would have enjoyed more on either side. Uh, Double Fine and Tim Schafer's comedy stylings are very hit or miss for me. So I can't say that I actually like enjoy them. <laughs> It'll be like, oh, that line was funny. And then they'll do some more lines. And I'm like, I hated those. Yeah, sure. Uh, the plot disengaged me entirely. I could not care. <laughs> I, I think part of that was the actual gameplay, though. Because it was like, hey, do this next mission. And I was just like, I really don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. Because the gameplay is bad. There are parts of this game that I like. I I like the art style. uh, The dialogue. Like, I like uh, Tim Schafer's writing. I thought, like, it was more hits than misses for me. But, you know, they're never all going to be hits. That's, That's whatever. I liked the, um... The world that they set up, I agree with you. And, like, if they wanted to lean more goofy or lean more brutal, it would have been much better than the, like, middle of the road. And the fucking the upgrades killed me because you get these metal points, but there isn't really much to spend your upgrades on. And what you do, it's not if it's worthwhile. And, like, there's side quests. Well, there's three different side quests. It's not fun and it's not worthwhile. I guess you don't have to. And if the game would have stuck with the um, hack and slashy beat em up, just you controlling Eddie running around, it's passable, it's fine. But the way that they implement the RTS and the way that they make you drive around, it's, yeah. But like you said, it's the gameplay that fuck, it takes you right out of it. And I don't even mind the stupid story. Like, because it's goofy. And like half the time they're like doing it up for laughs. And like, I'm fine with that. You're not taking it that seriously. I can find enjoyment in that. But then it's an RTS, and why? Yeah. No. Uh, oh man, this is gonna be this is gonna be amusing as all hell in a weird, weird comparison. If you want to take yourself not seriously, like especially your plot, go for it. But please go all in, and just right. So recently, I was watching some movie trailers and stuff. And the most recent trailer for uh, the Fast and the Furious Hobbs and Shaw came on. Holy shit. And it looks like one of the most greatest unbridled stupidity thing that I will ever watch. I want it in my life so bad. Yeah, that looks like maybe the stupidest thing ever put to film in every single second of that trailer is amazing. Yeah. They're like, this is dumb as hell. Don't worry. It gets dumber (laughs) every moment. And they're like, yeah, deal with it. We're not going to try to make this, like, normal or have any consequence of reality. No. No, and it looks fun from start to finish. 
Fucking the whole first half. It, I mean, the whole movie. But like, the idea is they are fighting, and in his own words, Black Superman Idris Elba. Yes. <laughs> and it's just gloriously dumb. That's what I want. Fuck yeah. Because I, I was watching that earlier work. Totally working. Yep. And like, I fucking cheered to myself when the fucking rock with his big meaty arm out of window clotheslines a dude off a motorcycle and slams him into a wall. What the fuck just happened? That wouldn't work at all. Like everything would just be broken everywhere. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, we need to go home. And you're like, I don't even know what that means. And they fly to just... I don't know if it's going to be Hawaii or just some Polynesian island. Yes. <laughs> and they're just like, here's the Rock's family. And one of them is Roman Reigns, who is actually related to the Rock. And you're like, this is happening now? And they're like, this is happening now. The Rock's like, it's my brothers. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> and it's like 400 dudes and this little old lady. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, then they're like, oh, we need guns. And he does the whole wall reveal that is, like, so tropey as hell. And there's no guns there. And it's just, like, old school Polynesian weapons. <laughs> like, obsidian spears and shit. And they're like, guess this will have to do. And then they do the haka. Like, <laughs> yeah, then there's a bunch of dudes with guns show up while they're doing it. <laughs> Fuck yes. <sighs> So do that. Yeah, do that. Do, do, balls to every wall, nonstop stupidity. I'm in. <laughs> I don't even remember what we were talking about. I don't know. We should be watching the Hobbs and Shaw trailer. We should. I I think I'm most... I, I, I'm done talking about this game, right? Like I don't have anything more to say. What What is there to say? Recommendations. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Throw some music on there, right? Nope, I'm going to go with the old standby. I don't recommend this. I The beat-em-up section is not a great beat-em-up. And the ideas they have leads to a promise that's never fulfilled. And the RTS <laughs> section... <laughs> Jake's dying. He's dying while I'm trying to talk. <clears throat> this bastard! Sorry. The RTS sections are not good and make the game grind to a halt. And I actually like RTSs a fair amount, which so it it just feels bad. I I wouldn't recommend really anyone to play it. I try and find someone for every game, like because there's always an audience out there, no matter how small, how niche. Always somebody, right? But I, I struggle with this one um, because the RTS isn't good. That the, weird uh, hard bait and switch on the RTS, which. I will say they is even worse. The first level, like when you fight those, was shown and like played as a demo for this game before it released. Uh huh. If you get on uh, Jack Black's gaming channel on YouTube, he plays Brutal Legend. Guess how much of it he plays? The opening ten minutes. That is it. Yeah. That's telling right there. Cause what? So like before it was released, they they had that as a demo, and so if you thought that was the game you were getting. I mean, they just lied to your face. I like Tim Schafer's writing. And I didn't know that before we played Grim Fandango. I should probably fact check that just to make sure that he was a writer on there. But it feels the same. I, I, there's a lot of things that I like about this game, but I'm, I'm with you. I, I, can't, I can't say that I recommend this for anybody just because of how weird it is. The weird hack and slash 
brawler beat em up that's what i was going for hard cut to rts and then like they try and implement them both and they both just feels half-assed and like the open world where there isn't really much to do and like the driving's not good either so it doesn't make it fun the whole package as a whole just falls flat yeah yeah hey but at least we don't have to play it anymore yeah i'm glad for that i mean it's honestly not the worst thing we've ever played no i mean don't 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 say it the last episode exists yeah <sighs> anyway that evil's behind us what do we do now uh now we answer questions from listeners like them no because no one sent us any oh, shit. messages. Yeah, we don't have any uh, questions. Why would you do this to us? We just want your questions. Hey, but seriously, uh, we don't have any questions. Uh, unless one of us can think of something interesting to talk about in the next, like, minute. Why does my watch tell me I have a notification? Dang it, I had one. I don't remember what it was. Uh, well, I'm going to answer your unknown question. Uh, bees over seven. Well, that doesn't sound right. The answer. I thought it was pancake. Nope. Son of a bitch. I could have said so, but I've come up with a question or two. I didn't think about it until I was just looking at our questions, and I remembered that on the last episode we ran out, we ran out of all our questions, oh. and then thus this time we have none. Yeah, yeah. It happens. What can you do? Uh, plan beforehand, but that sure shit ain't us. So, uh, we're just gonna move right into plugs, I guess. Yeah, all right. Because if you have questions. Comments, concerns, suggestions, ideas, you can email thebadgamecast at gmail.com. If you want to throw those at me on Twitter, tweet at thebadgamecast. If you want to, what are other, check the Facebook. I don't know how you get there, but like search the Bad Gamecast or whatever. I don't know. I don't Facebook, but I run our Facebook. It's a mess. Something reddit exists <laughs> are the bad game cast you the bad game cast that's jake he uh, posts episodes and sometimes talks at people twitch twitch we stream on twitch usually monday tuesday wednesday thursday sometimes on the weekend for me uh we alternate days we do various stuff we do bad game previews those will either be monday or tuesday or just whatever we're playing at the time for me that's been a ton of hollow night We'll see if we actually get that 112%. And then I might actually move into Minecraft. We'll see. I, I really want to play some more Minecraft. Started to get that itch, area. Oh, I already got my account updated so I can use the Twitch launcher. So I can do a bunch of easier mod management. So I can actually play with a bunch of mods. Huh. So we're, I might be doing that. Uh, we do our race, our quest for the beast. <laughs> and... Uh, I don't actually know if we'll still be doing New Vegas when this airs. And because uh, I kind of doubt it. I wouldn't think so. Yeah. So that's probably done. And then. Uh, oh, boy. I don't know what's after that. Something probably. Uh, nope. Just me. You can hit me up on Twitter if you want to talk to me personally. At Jake Prey. But Jake, you forgot the last thing. Uh, you covered Reddit, Facebook, Twitch, email. Because if my timing's right, this will come out. Right after the Patreon launches. Oh, the Patreon! That's right, boys and girls. If you like any episode, anything that we talked about, uh, feel free to contribute anytime you want. However, if you liked what we did, please feel free to send us a dollar. We've earned it. 
or if you don't think we I did, don't I don't know if we've actually earned it, but you oh, know, man. maybe I should work on that. Yeah, we should, you know, work on an actual sales pitch. But realistically, the Patreon's going up because Patreon is changing how they uh, run their thing. And we're trying to make sure we get grandfathered in under the old payment uh, scheme instead of the new one. Oh, yeah. So uh, that's why we're launching. And realistically, if you do like the podcast and you want to support us in any way, it gives you the opportunity to... uh, as well as just, you know, tell your friends, tell your family, get other people to download it. Get those numbers up, people. Yeah. If you want to support us, that'd be super cool. But I'd seriously, just, tell your friends. Yeah. If you like what we do, tell some people. Yeah. It's whatever. I'm not pushy about people donating to us. I don't I don't really care. Yeah. It's, yeah. I will appreciate anything anyone ever wants to give us because that can potentially help us buy more new games to keep up on stuff. But like. We're going to keep doing it no matter what. Yep. Yep. Yeah. We've done this for what over a year without getting uh, paid for it. it. We're not doing it to get paid. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, but realistically, you don't get into podcasting to get paid. You do not. So I think that's everything. Right. Yeah. Right. All See, right. that's everything. Oh, my God. Let me go home. No, you don't get the satisfaction. I just want to die. <laughs> <laughs> Your negligence has killed me, Timmy. All right. Yeah, nope. That's everything. For the Bad Gamecast, I've been Jake. I'm still Jason. And we'll, I don't know, catch you on the flip side. What bullshit do I usually say? Uh, flippity bat bam zip bam wazzle. All right. Good night, everybody. Is this where is this where we thank our Australian Australian listeners? Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oi, oi, oi. Yeah, no. For for reals, though? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Thank you to all our new Australian listeners. You guys are awesome. Probably not infected with drop bears or something. What? <laughs> <laughs> you guys spaced out for a second there, and then I heard the words. <laughs> if you think that there's more than, like, a one-second buffer between my brain and my mouth, you've got another <laughs> whole world to learn. Just the, the ideas start and then I've already like hit mid sentence and I'm like, well, we've got to finish this sentence somehow. <laughs> bees, 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 motherfucker. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's a time. It's a whole time. Look, all I ever want all is up in my sauce. for you to just go full on Slurms McKenzie. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> but only when we have another uh, contest. Then you get to be the original party worm. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Party on, contest winner. <laughs> party on. <laughs> <laughs>